147 of Uh Happy Mother's Day uh, to all the moms, folks acting like a mom. Uh, special shout out to all the single moms, the working moms. Just mm-hmm. uh, if you didn't uh, call your mom or text your mom or. <laughs> so, so I went to Roanoke to see my mom today, mm-hmm. and uh, and my mom is is still recovering from a, a total knee replacement. Right. And uh, I got to the house, and her car was in the driveway, obviously. And I rang the doorbell, and I waited, and nothing. Mm. So I got a little worried, and I used my key to go in, and she's nowhere to be seen. Uh, and I call her phone, which I then hear ringing uh, in the house. So she And her purse is on the table. So I immediately go into full-on panic mode. Sure. Uh, thinking that she's laying somewhere and hasn't been able to call for help, or... You know, I, my, my brain goes immediately to the worst. Well, yeah, why wouldn't it? Always, right? And, uh, and so I couldn't call. I didn't know what to do. I was calling. I called her sister. I was calling uh, friends. And uh, they, didn't, they didn't know where she was. And then uh, about an hour after I got there, a truck pulls up and drops her off from church. So <laughs> happy Mother's Day uh, to me. <laughs> Did you have words with her? I, like... No, not really. Uh, she just she didn't know we were. She said she didn't think we were coming because I've been down there every weekend for. And I was like, it's Mother's Day. Of course I, I don't. Of course I'm coming on Mother's Day. I mean, I it doesn't matter if I come <laughs> every weekend since your surgery. What are you? I've been there every weekend since the surgery. Doesn't that tell you I was coming this week? Like I don't. It's a whole thing. Yeah. She felt she felt bad, terrible, but she was like, well, I didn't think you were coming. I was like, oh, okay. Well, thanks for the. Scare! I needed that. <laughs> uh, wow! But then we had a nice time after that. So, <laughs> well, that's that's good. That's good that you had a good time after that. I'd 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 be like, you know what? I'm out. I'm out. I'm gonna look. Here you go. You get to be right today. My Mother's Day gift to you is you get to be right in your opinion that I would not be with you on Mother's Day. <laughs> Take that, whatever, whatever comfort yeah. that gives you or not. I don't know. How are you? However, that makes you feel. That's your gift. Peace out. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yesterday, <laughs> Kentucky Derby, uh, eighty to one. Strike it rich, eighty to one. So, here's a horse that uh, in the morning didn't even know it was going to race, then comes out of nowhere, literally. The two front runners are fighting for position. It comes up on the inside rail, uh, wins it, and then bites everybody in the winner's circle. <laughs> so if you need energy or a role model to use for how you're about to start your week, I'm telling you, right, there's there's your fucking... There okay. it is. Just, just <laughs> show up where you're least expected. Kick ass and then fucking bite everybody when they're giving you accolades. Yeah, a hero. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, one thing I'm I'm very I don't know about you, but I'm super excited because you know for the past you know two years or whatever we've had so many folks who have just been just 
absolutely incensed at the idea that the government would tell them that they have to put cloth over their face or mm. have a life-saving vaccine. Like, I just cannot wait to see the mobilization that these folks are going to bring to the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. Because right. if you think government overreach is, you know, causing you to have to get a vaccine, I can only imagine you would be incensed uh, at the idea that the government could tell you to carry a pregnancy to term, even if it might kill you. Like, I mean, right? That seems fair to reason yeah. that if oh, you uh, said the R word, <laughs> yeah, like if you're gonna punch out a flight attendant because they tell you to put a, a mask on because you feel like the government shouldn't tell you what to do with your body. I mean, I can't wait to see you bring that energy to the fight to keep abortion sell safe and legal so welcome to all those new allies that we undoubtedly have <laughs> who are just yeah. enraged yeah. at the possibility that the government could tell you to take the personal financial biological emotional hit in a country that doesn't have free health care doesn't have child care doesn't have guaranteed time off to take care of kids doesn't have uh universal pre-k you know that they would just be super pissed at the idea of making someone carry a pregnancy to term so that's so welcome allies we're uh, good to have you good to have you once you peel that uh let's go brandon sticker off your truck nuts truck and shove it as far (laughs) up your ass as it's uh as it's able to go so uh as you can tell i don't i don't give a fuck anymore i'm at the point in my life, I turned 50 on Tuesday, and I'm just, we're full on, no fucks given. Honestly, I feel it's probably about 30 years too early, because I still need to have a job. But at the same time, you know, while, while I can't get thrown into a camp for speaking my mind, you know, so I'm going to take advantage of the next two years and do that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, happy May. So we have a lot to talk about, two Marvel things to talk about, which is, uh, which is a... Uh, it's new for us. We typically don't stray too far into the Marvel things. Um, not because we... It's been a while. We used to. It's been a while. We used to. But, I mean... I don't know. It's, uh... Well, I've, I've become maimed almost at this point. No, so. I mean, that... I mean, no, I think for me, what it is, is that, uh... There's a difference between required viewing in terms of what things used to be like um you know my i always go back to and this is dating me i always go back to um uh la law like mm-hmm. la law was like the quintessential like water cooler show like, you had to have when i was in high school you had to have watched la law because everybody's going to be talking about it the next day mm-hmm. and and there, and there, there's a difference between like quote-unquote required viewing for something like that where it's like you're just kind of part of this conversation and you don't want things to be spoiled whatever and required Mm -hmm. viewing in kind of like what marvel has become where it's like well if i want to know what the hell this next movie is going to do i've got homework (laughs) right and i i enjoy it don't get me wrong i mean it's just like you know and i mean people give marvel shit about that but i mean if you walked cold into the last fast and furious movie you'd have no fucking clue what was going on None. Right. You'd be like, all right, this bald guy puts his kid in a shed? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like, why is she driving a motorcycle with a shotgun? I don't understand what's going on. Like, <laughs> like yeah. that's his brother? They right. look nothing alike. I don't... What is happening? So, 
And that's fine. You have a giant, huge... Like, I don't expect anyone to start watching Star Trek Picard and know what the fuck is going on, right? Like, it's... And that's okay. Sure. That's totally fine. Like, you're allowed to have... If I I decided to start watching Doctor Who, which, not gonna happen, but if I did... Right. I would probably be very confused. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, um... You know, I think, you know, some of the Marvel stuff to... And we'll get into... Moon Knight and uh, Multiverse of Madness, you know, and I think those two are good because, you know, they're very different in that regard in terms of, like, one of them required you to have, like, done a bunch of homework and one of them didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, so much of Marvel stuff, like, I enjoy it. I like it's entertaining to, to various degrees, but, uh, you know, it, it the days of having something, like a movie anyway, where it's like, I, I feel like, I mean... Shang-Chi somewhat, but for the most part, everything is all just, it's super connected. Yeah. And and that sometimes you're just like, okay, all right, now I got to remember this, that, and the other. Also point out that Super Connected by Belly is one of the greatest songs ever made. <laughs> so, fantastic 90s uh, alternative uh, yeah. female-fronted rock band. King mm-hmm. is what the album that's off of. One of the best albums ever. But Super Connected fucking amazing so you can cue that shit up uh after the show all right so we have two three movies and a tv show four weddings and a funeral um what do you want to do first um i i guess probably we're all going to the world's fair maybe okay yes we're all we're all going to the world fair world <laughs> we are all of us every single one are going to That's go right. to the fair the world's fair we're all going to the world's fair uh super kind of indie uh, uh i've seen it described as a horror movie i don't think it's a horror movie there are some brief very brief kind of body horror type of things mm-hmm. going on um uh written and directed by jane Shorn Shorn Brun, um, starring uh, Anna Cobb as Casey, um, and it's a very small cast. Um, Casey's the the main uh, the main character. She is a teenager who you can tell is just very alone. Um, mm-hmm. Does not have a great relationship with her dad. Does not seem to have any friends, and decided to go online and do something that's called the World's Fair challenge uh which is where there's this website and you say we're all going to the world's fair you prick your fingers so there's blood and you kind of smear it on the screen and say it and it's supposed to change you and uh so the movie is kind of taken from uh the point of view of different video uh diaries that she's doing as well as other video diaries of people who have done the challenge um and uh, the ways in which it's making them change, the ways in which it's making her change. But then at the same time, there's this guy, JLB, um, who is kind of watching these videos and trying to put together um, almost like a timeline or, or an understanding of what the World's Fair game is what, and how it's making these people uh, change. And my take on it, 
and I'd be interested to hear your take on it, is that this is not a movie about a horror game that makes people change. This is a movie about what happens when young, alienated kids think that they are participating in something larger than themselves that give themselves a reason to feel connected to something and um, involved in something larger than themselves. Because the type of things in which Casey, how she's quote-unquote changing, is entirely behavioral and the the videos of the kids that she's watching, it's all them talking about kind of how they're feeling or it's stuff that could easily have been faked because it's not, you know, it's kind of like if you go online and you see like the Tom Cruise deep fake videos where you're like, it, there's so much. And, and to me, this movie is about how easy it is to see stuff online and want to believe it simply because it, it ties into how you're feeling or it ties into um, like a larger narrative that you really want to believe. Right. And then at the same time, it's not just her, it's this JLB guy. He's an adult and he's like obsessed with this game and these kids. And you could see he's alone. He's got nothing. He also, he he's not participating in this in the same way they are. He's an observer, but his whole life now is trying to track a thing that he's thinking happening because he's watching the same videos that Casey's watching it. So here you have a teenager who that maybe not doesn't necessarily know better, doesn't have a great home life, so it gets kind of sucked into this thing and, and, and makes herself start to feel like she's changing to kind of be a part of it. And then you have this other guy who's an outsider to it, but also a part of it because he's convinced that these kids are changing too. And he feels like he wants to make sure that they're being, that they're safe and continuing to make videos. So to me, it was just this really interesting take on this whole idea of these online communities that pop up around this idea of like, oh, I'm going to, you know, like, you know, at one point it would have been alien abductions, Mm -hmm. right? You'd have support groups in, in churches talking about people, oh, I'm convinced I was abducted by aliens or whatever, this, that, or the other. And then it moved online, and it's so easy to kind of have these you know, these folks that maybe don't feel a connection to somebody else in their life that find these things online. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there's tons of that shit online now. There's people who think they're vampires, or people who think they're fairies, or people who, you know, want to be werewolves, or whatever, all that shit. Um, mm-hmm. I, I didn't really see it as like a horror movie per se, Um no, no. <clears throat> um, yeah, me neither. Uh, and, and to be perfectly honest, uh, this was, I think, an example of something that just kind of wasn't for me. You yeah. know, I, 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 it made me feel really old <laughs> um, <laughs> because you know it, it, it's very much centered around the idea of like creepy pasta and stuff like that. Yeah, but which, not, but also like when you consider that like back when sci-fi did like they had like. Uh, two seasons of a show based on creepypasta stuff that was actually like fucked up and scary. <laughs> right, right. But I just mean like the way it's played out. I kind of think yeah. it, it, it was done by someone who probably grew yeah, up a thousand with percent. horror on the internet and she made a movie for people who grew up with horror on the internet. And I yeah. 
while I have always, you know, partaken of, of that, I've not grown up with it. And, and the creepypasta thing is not something I've, to be perfectly honest, ever fully understood or gotten into. Um, and I think that, uh, your enjoyment of this, this movie is going to, you know, I, I think it's very much weighs heavily on, on how into that kind of thing you are, the ARGs and, you know, all these things. Yeah. Um, I, I think you're hundred percent correct. Um, everything you said, I agree with, although I, you know, JLB, uh, I definitely got some, some fairly creepy vibes from him at times. I did too. Uh, yeah. And I think that's for me, were I to say it's a horror film for me, that's where it comes in. I was like, what the fuck is this dude's deal? And that, you know, and, and being a father of, of children who, who I could see doing this shit, to be perfectly honest. Like, I could see Katie doing this. Yeah. Oh, this is, I, so I can see my daughter doing, kind of doing the, same, the conversations I've had with her about this type of stuff. Absolutely, yeah. Right. So so the JLB guy is the thing that I'd be like, who the fuck is this? What's his deal? Why is, like, why is he talking to kids on the end? You know, things like that. That's where the horror f- for me came in, but I don't think that was necessarily intended to be the case no because i mean he he had like the whiteboard up showing like you know talking right. about the different videos he'd watch and things like that so he he clear to me i felt like he definitely was you know doing um this like he was all in just from a different mm. perspective um right yeah and i i agree i just again like it was just certain i'm sitting in like the dad in me is watching this being yeah yeah. What's this guy do? <laughs> you know, but, uh, um, yeah, it was okay. Like I said, I just, I just think I'm too old. It's just not, it wasn't for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, for me, it really, it, it had to do, you know, I just, uh, my interest in it was, I think having a teenager and, and yes. having, you know, talk to her about like, look, just because you see a video on the internet, like it's so easy to fake this stuff. Like mm-hmm. you cannot take this as like you have to be, you have to think about what you're seeing, asking questions. Like you know, does is this something that you know you could see outside of this video? And what are they? What are they showing you? What are they not showing you? Like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because I could totally see this being something which you know in real life, which is like, have you heard of the World's Fair Challenge? And I'd be like, that's not. No, no, nothing's gonna happen to you. You're not like, you <laughs> right. know what I mean? Like, exactly. They're not. Yes. You're not. I've had those conversations. Yeah, they're not changing. Awesome. They're telling you they are because you know they want to feel special. They want to, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, all that stuff. Um, so, but uh, but still, you know, I thought, you know, anytime, you know, what any movie that gets made, it's a miracle. So, yeah, and the I will say, I thought the performance by. Um, or was her name Anna Cobb? She was yeah. great. Yeah. You know, I think this was, they said it was her first movie or something like that. Uh, yeah. She was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, honestly, she's probably not being asked to do anything she doesn't already do in her, her bedroom. But Yeah. But still, yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought she was great. Right, right. Yeah. Um, well, there is a scene where she's, I think, to, to kind of show how she's changing, where she kind of does this whole, like, dance routine and, yes. uh, you know, and then kind of in the middle of it, like, freaks out because, you know, you kind of get the impression that she's uh, not in control of herself and she realizes mm-hmm. what she's doing and then it quickly pops back to her doing the routine. And I thought that part was, that part was definitely kind of freaky because I was like, even yeah. if it was all for show... 
it still was was kind of freaking. It was unsettling, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so the next movie is a Shutter exclusive. Uh, just came out last week on Shutter, um, and that is uh, Broadcast Signal Intrusion, which is uh, directed by Jacob Gentry, uh, written by Phil Drinkwater and Tim Woodall, um, starring. Uh, Harry Shum Jr., um, who he is a so kind of like in the in the uh, this this movie had a bit of a um, um, to me like almost like a blowout vibe to it, um, mm. but um, basically um, he plays a guy who uh, his wife disappeared um, months ago uh, and. Um, he gets obsessed with these broadcast, these pirate broadcasts um, that had happened um, in the 70s and 80s. And it's actually, that idea of these uh, signal intrusions is based on real life events that happened in the 70s where um, I think it was three different uh, network broadcasts. Uh, somebody somehow pirated a signal to break through um, it showed some kind of creepy stuff, and they, they never found who did it, and they never did it again. Um, in this guy's situation, there's this... Uh, the intrusions all featured um, this female android from a sitcom, similar to... Um, oh, shit. What was the... What was the sitcom with the little girl who was a robot? Small Wonder. Small Wonder, yeah. This this one was, you know, it was like their maid. It was like a female housekeeper who happened to be uh, a robot. And he kind of realizes that the um, these signal intrusions coincided with uh, the disappearance of a woman. So uh, basically the, the woman would disappear and then there would be an intrusion. And then... Um, one happened right around the time his his wife disappeared so he kind of goes down this this rabbit hole trying to figure out who is behind the intrusions and um whether or not they had anything to do with his wife's disappearance you know who is responsible did they know where his his wife was um and so on and, and so forth and i feel like it had a really good idea it had some strong performances um the the lead was very good and then it kind of at the end just went like a little off the rails um especially the very very last scene yes uh was like i I was like wait a minute no i want to know what happens now like (laughs) exactly Exactly. (laughs) um and it wasn't it was good it's just that it kind of started as being like you feel like it was very unclear whether um, whether or not it was just coincidental that these yes. women were disappearing, uh, and he was just was kind of grasping for straws. But then at the very end of the movie, they make you feel like there's something else involved entirely, and then it just ends. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's it's. I could tell fairly early on that it was. I thought. Like I had the the idea that this is going to be one of those movies that is left. Number one, it's not going to all be tied up, and number two, it's definitely it's very much going to be left to interpretation. Yeah. Um, 
And I think had that final thing not happened, that's still the case. Yeah. But holy shit, <laughs> that last thing happens. And I was like, even if I thought I had an idea as to what the fuck was going on, I, I obviously have no idea what's going on. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because like while I was watching it, I, I felt like I had a bit of um, almost like an empty man kind of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, I, the, the director is the same guy that directed The Signal. Oh, and I found okay. that out like after the fact, and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense." <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, and I was kind of hoping to have that that same type of experience, uh, you know, as as like the Empty Man, but then it just kind of yeah. it was kind of empty. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and and it's funny because I didn't like dislike it per se. I just when it ended, I was like, well, shit, that could have been way better. That's, that's the thing. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And man, it has got don't like don't watch the trailer. If you just go into it. Yeah. Like blind the way kind of the way I did. And, and, and to experience the, the intrusions and the footage uh, without having seen it at all, you know, just because like, yeah. the trailer apparently shows some of it. Oh, it's, yeah. I didn't know anything. about. I didn't watch the trailer at all. I had no idea. Yeah, I was watching like some reactions to it and stuff like that after it was over. Cause sometimes with these movies, I like to do that just to see what other people got out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. And and the one one guy I was watching did say uh, the trailer shows a lot of the some of the footage, mm-hmm. uh, and man, it's way more unsettling to see it when he when the main character does than than going into you know than knowing what it is. Yeah. And I would agree with that because holy shit, like it is it is like some straight out of possessor kind of shit. Like yeah. It is, yeah. It is fucking creepy. Yeah, uh, no, so absolutely. That I really liked. Yes. Uh, but man, the ending just left me all kinds of flat. I yeah. was just like, that was, I was so excited and so into this for so long. And it's like, what, hour and 45? Yeah. And I was into it for a majority of that runtime. And then the end happened. And I was just like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Disappointing. I still liked it. But man, me too. Left me. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like when I was getting that empty man vibe, I was I was really excited. I was like, oh shit, you know, yep. this is gonna end up being he's gonna stumble across some you know fucking conspiracy thing. This is gonna mm-hmm. be way, you know, a much bigger deal than we think it is. And now, <laughs> yeah, no, not really. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, oh, well. but also like. Uh, um, if you like looking for that kind of thing, I don't know. Did you if you ever got to Archive eighty one? But this had uh, I haven't yet. I was going to, and then yeah. they canceled it, and I was like, I didn't know if it was right. Made. This this definitely has Archive eighty one vibes too, all over it. But, but I thought Archive was better. So I mean, is it worth watching, knowing that there's not going to be a second season? Like, did they end it in a way <laughs> where you're like, like a cliffhanger so. or something? No, I I think you get enough out of it. You definitely are going to be left wanting more, but yeah. Um. All right. So, what would you like to do? So, we've, like I said, we have two Marvel properties to talk about. Uh, do you have a preference? Which one you want to get into first? No, I don't care either. Um, okay. So let's do Moon Knight first because okay. um, I feel like uh, I don't know. I guess I liked it better. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Moon Knight is not. I'd say as you know, as as Marvel properties go, it's it's not nearly as well known as um, you know the, the the heavy hitters and um, sure. you know there's kind of the 
criticism i think at, at first was like it was like you know marvel trying to be you know batman you've got this you know kind of uh, this guy he kind of goes out at night he dressed up he beats people up he's pretty violent he's but he also has these like three alternate identities so one uh was mark specter who was the vigilante not the vigilante the mercenary who you know originally got picked by Khonshu to be Khonshu's avatar then you've got Stephen Grant, who's the billionaire playboy, and his money is what funds the whole organization. And then you've got Jake Loxley, who's like the or Lockley, and he's the cab driver. I think, I think I did that too, by the way, when we were talking about it last time. Not on the last episode, but when we talked about the first two. Uh-huh. I think I called him Jake Loxley, and I'm like, that's yeah. not right. That's, yeah. that's Robin Hood. That's right. Not- <laughs> yeah. So similar to how. Um, you know, Bruce Wayne would be, you know, matches Malone, right? He had that right. kind of criminal uh, underworld persona that he'd take on. This is the same type of thing. And then over the course of the Moon Knight comics, you know, all the different runs, the, the different writers have played with this idea of, you know, um, kind of this disassociative personality disorder and how much of, how much of, these different personalities was a conscious choice by Mark Spector to essentially move between these different people to help kind of support the whole idea of being Moon Knight. And how much is it that he's just literally slipping between different personalities, no control. uh, Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, one of them also happens to be, you know, Moon Knight. Um, And so then we get this, this show uh, with with Oscar Isaac, where it's not clear at all for it's only six episodes. Honestly, I felt like they needed another one because they kind of shoved a yes. bunch of stuff in. Uh, so for the first like four episodes, we 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 know that there's Stephen Grant, who's this kind of bumbling uh, London-based museum uh, gift shop attendant who knows everything about the Egyptian pantheon and customs and all that stuff there's mark specter the mercenary there's moon who's moon knight and then there's an unknown third personality that apparently does some nasty shit um and how they all play together we don't know it it because we we learn it in the fifth episode and then the sixth episode is when they finally kind of get to come out and play fully integrated together Mm -hmm. um it did a much different take on Moon Knight, especially with Stephen Grant being this like kind of bumbling idiot um, mm-hmm. than we've seen uh, in the comics. You know, for me, I love Oscar Isaac. Uh, I was thrilled with him and his performance, even with the choices that they chose that they made in regards yes. to the different personalities. Um, you know, the <laughs> this kind of supernatural aspect to moon Knight, like that he's when he's wearing the armor he can't be hurt and all that stuff like it made for some really cool fights um didn't have any basis in the comic that i i mean you know more about him as a comic character than i do is that something that they've ever done oh no good lord no okay i didn't think so (laughs) but i mean it made for some fucking like he's getting taken like five or six spears and he's you know and it's kind you know i mean it was it was pretty badass um, but yeah. you know, I I don't know. I also felt like it it just kind of elevated 
him as a superhero more than it needed to be. Like to me, there's there's still value more so to me in these street level. You got a guy like Daredevil who admittedly has superpowers, but he still gets the shit kicked out of him on the regular. Yes. You know, if if Mavrodog right. takes a punch to the face, that's gonna fucking he, hurt. Yeah, his, his super superpowers, uh, so to speak, don't don't make him invincible. They just help him deal with an, an affliction or like you know, a, yeah. a blindness. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it gives him it gives him an advantage um, over the kind of the run of the mill criminal crowd. Mm-hmm. But if right. he if he gets hit, it's gonna hurt. If he yep. you know hit someone, it's going to hurt. But he still does it. Right. Same thing with Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man is yeah. not invul- vulnerable. Spider-Man, if, he gets his shit kicked out of him all the time. But he That's still does That's kind do- of his thing, yeah. Yeah, he still <laughs> does it. Like, that to me is, if you... Well, it's like, man, the, 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 the seminal Spider-Man moment, I think I probably brought it up before, was when, uh, I forget the name of the, the series now, but when the... All the X Men got the being corrupted by the Phoenix powers. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and in order for <clears throat> like people to escape when they were about to get their shit wrecked by magic and Cyclops and like maybe one other person who were all imbued with Fe- the Phoenix Force, uh, Peter like brought rubble down from the top of the cave and shit and stayed mm-hmm. to one v three those motherfuckers. So that Cap and the other the other people could escape because they were going to try to find the Hulk. Yeah, and I was like, "That is fucking Spider Man, right, right there, right, right, yeah, right." And and so and even Batman to some degree. I mean, to, to mm-hmm. Batman gets for sure. You know, so it's like to me, you know, some of some of the, it's like you've got someone who's willing to 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 take all that on. You know that that means something. So to then have this where he's like when he's got the suit on. He's, you know, and kind of invulnerable. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Just yep. kind of, I, I wasn't <laughs> as thrilled with that, despite the cool visuals that it allowed them um, to yes. get away with. Um, right. You know, that being said, I, I, for me, I, I was just so, like, it. I enjoyed so much something that could just be, you could go into it cold, you know, you didn't have to know anything about Moon Knight. Obviously, there's references and things that are going to make it, well, will affect your enjoyment, <laughs> kind of one way or the other. Uh, but you didn't have to know anything, and mm-hmm. you could um, you could enjoy the whole thing, and then when it was done, it was done. Yeah. You know, I hope they do more. I mean, what they did with him integrating the personalities, we we got to see Mr. Knight finally fucking kick ass, which was amazing. Um, yes. And I loved what they did with Layla. So it's like, if they wanted to do more, that's great. But it was so nice just to have something back to being self-contained. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It. I, I overall, I think I liked it. Um, I think that... I almost wish, being that it was something you didn't have to have sat through 19 movies first, and like you said, can can kind of go into on its own thing. I almost think I would have liked it better had it not been Moon Knight and been something else entirely, because Moon Knight is my favorite Marvel character. He has, and not just because they made a show. He has been, yeah, for as long as I can remember, long yeah. time. Uh, and uh, 
you know, for everything they did that I liked, it seems like they did three or four that I didn't kind of thing. Yeah. And so it was like, man, why can't I just enjoy this? Because I'm sitting, and I did, like I said, but, you know, it's like, I don't know, man. I, I love the character, and I think that they're, they did things um, that were very true to the character, and I thought those were great. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like you said, they finally Mr. Knight wasn't a fucking, like, bitch-ass, you know, idiot, yeah. which was great. But, like, that, therein lies my, like, thing with the whole show. It's like, why wasn't he a badass from the start? Why did he have to be a moron? Like, uh, you know, and, and man, did they take some liberties with what Moon Knight, he's fucked like the last episode. Okay. This, this is what I'm sitting here looking at right in my Moon Knight show. Okay. Uh, Hawk girl shows up for no reason who makes no sense. I was like, who the fuck? I had to look who that was supposed to be up. Well, I, I think she was, was she's a Scarlet Scarab. Apparently. Yeah. She was in like one comic. Like, man. Yeah. That is fucking obscure. <laughs> like I didn't know who but, the fuck but that the, was. But but on the one, but the other hand, that's good because there's no they can do what they want. True, with true. Her. I'm fine with it. I was just like, why is why is Hawk Girl here? I don't understand. Because you you slap you know if it's Egyptian and you slap some wings on a female character that looks like that, I'm like, oh, Hawk Girl, cool. Yeah. Except Hawk Girl's DC, and that makes no sense for her to be in my Moon Knight show. Right. And then you've got Konshu and a giant alligator lady and a big kaiju battle going on outside and moon Knight's flying. I was like, Oh, if you had asked me like the 10 things I never expected to be in this show, (laughs) knowing they were going to make changes. I guarantee you, I wouldn't even have gotten to kaiju big battle and moon Knight. Yeah. I just, I was like, all right. (laughs) Right. But like the, the stuff and like the, the asylum was fucking great. Yeah. Uh, you know, I so many things I liked, but so many things I didn't like. And so as usual with Marvel, I just can't, I just, I want to like it and I just can't. I think, yeah. And to me, you know, I, I, I always just for my own <laughs> sanity and kind of ability will, you know, um, kind of, ability to enjoy things as much as I can is I just I kind of go into these things going all right well I'm going to evaluate the choices that they made on how well I feel like how much I like those choices independent of whether I feel it's it's um adheres to stuff that maybe had come before or whatever like right um you know they could make choices in, uh, like perfect example would be like, um, like Polka Dot Man in mm-hmm. Suicide Squad. They completely just re- did whatever they like. You, James Gunn just did whatever he wanted with that guy's origin story in order to make right. it fit the story he was telling, um, and it worked. And mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any polka dot man purists out there that are like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. But, but to me, it's like, you know, I don't go, yeah. I don't care how it was before. I mean, I think all that in large part has to do with the kind of the way they did kite man and the, and the, uh, you know, the Batman comics there or whatever. Yes. Um, yes. I, but, you know, I, I, you know, you, that is a very good point. You're a hundred percent correct. And it's, and I guess that's, I should I should say that also when when 
something has changed, uh, you know, like Kite Man, like Polkadot Man, and I like it better, or it... It works, regardless of how much it... Right. And I guess that's the thing with Moon Knight, is I didn't like the changes. I guess that's what I should say. Not not so much that it's different from the character that I love from the comics, because those, even the comics from series to series, like we talked about before, they change. Yeah. And I don't always like the changes, but it feels at least more true to the character than this show did to me. Well, even, even the different changes from, from writer to writer within Moon Knight, there's still some consistency in the character. Right. Um, So you can kind of just not, like how they chose to um, handle some of those things. Um, But yeah, this was way different in in certain things. And for me, um, I I just don't... I mean, they're absolutely... I mean, I have been very vocal at times about the choices that Zack Snyder has made for, you know, some of his movies Mm -hmm. uh, in regards to certain characters that I was not a fan of. Um, Mm -hmm. But... I was not. It wasn't that I wasn't a fan of them because um, I think that Zack Snyder's view of the characters. You can point to the comics and say, "Well, here's mm-hmm. a here's an eye. Here's a here is a representation of this character that actually has uh, um, inspiration in mm-hmm. some of the comics." Uh, but I, for me, I'm like, "Well, that's just not. I just didn't. It didn't work for me." Um, and that's that's totally fine, but you know, I think that um, at the end of the day, like you, you know, if something either works for you or it doesn't, right? You're either willing to accept it because everything clicks, or it doesn't. And there's nothing wrong if it if it doesn't. Um, it's just they didn't make they didn't make their case for their version of Moon Knight to make it something that you felt was as good or better than the version of Moon Knight you've kind of, you know, yes. you're, you're familiar with. Yes. And that's fine. Um, you know, I think but, that's but, what... I mean, uh, I never in a million years would have thought I'd get a six-hour Moon Knight movie. So yeah, you know, I, I can certainly appreciate that. And, you know, uh, appreciate that. I will say, it, it didn't feel like and I forget the guy's name who wrote this. I apologize, but I I don't feel like he just wanted to write a Marvel thing and Moon Knight is is what they were doing next. No, like I genuinely can tell that he did his homework, whether yeah. he knew the character or not beforehand. Yeah, he certainly did his homework. I can I can point to where he took inspiration from on a lot of things. Yeah, it's just that the liberties were right. a little too far for me. Um, and I and I wonder, like it's like I'm always curious about that because I always wonder, like, why did they make the liberties? And I always, to me, mm-hmm. Moon Knight is so just like very close to Batman that yeah. there is a risk of folks who are coming to this property cold. This is this is where I think this is what I think they felt. People coming to this property cold are going to think we're just stealing from Batman. Mm-hmm. So we got to make it we got to make it more than that. 
but then right. I also feel that the you know the 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 um, the um, the show creator, the guy that um, uh, directed a number of um, the episodes. Um, what's his name? Um, let's see, Mohammed. Um, uh, let's see, the director Mohammed Diab. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's he's an Egyptian <laughs> filmmaker, so he he's here's an opportunity for him to you know show you know bring his culture his you know upbringing you know cairo all that to to people's screens because you've got someone who's the avatar of an egyptian god like you know mm-hmm. you you might play up more the the supernatural uh, what what would what would a supernatural aspect of that look like rather than someone yeah. just who might be having delusions who yeah, that, flies around in a crescent moon spaceship, <laughs> whatever, or a right. ship, and then beats the shit out of guys. <laughs> right? like, yeah, that, that, I think that 100% nails it. I think that 100%. I didn't think of it from that way, but yes, that that is exactly right. Because that's what this felt like to me, was like like that Russian Avengers movie, where it's like, <laughs> it's close enough to the Avengers, but yeah. like, it's just not. And that's the way this was. It's close enough to Moon Knight, right. but it's just not my moon night i guess yeah <laughs> yeah that's exactly what it felt like it felt like an egyptian kind of take on i guess which makes sense with the character because it's it's so tied into all that stuff yeah it's just you know typically Khonshu is the only god we get and it's not you know all the gods and like all that kind of stuff which yeah. is cool it's just again i wanted you know if i had my way it would be my street level batman version of the character i guess yeah. And I think too like to some degree though the problem with the street level stuff and they made this and I don't know what went into those decisions but we had you know fucking four street level Marvel characters that seemed like they lived in a world that other Marvel heroes didn't inhabit and yep. um and I don't know if they they went well I don't know, like like this movie, with the exception of one um, uh, billboard for whatever um, organization it was that helped folks that had been displaced by the blip, I forget what they call it. There's no, you know, tie-in to to Marvel stuff at all. This right. com- this exists completely independent of that stuff. Um, but yet, almost like it being a little bigger than street level fits tonally with the stuff that they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, I don't know if they were like, look, if you go to, he's just beating up guys in, you know, hell's kitchen or whatever, that that's not kind of big enough, uh, for, for what they're, they're currently, currently doing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I but I, that. you know, I still, I enjoyed it and I agree with you. Cause like when I was watching it, I was like, well, no, I mean Stephen Grant. Like he's not a he's not a, an idiot. Like it's right. you know. And even when you find out like how that happened, in retrospect, when you look back on it, you're kind of like, oh, okay. Well, that that kind of makes sense. But at the time, until you know, you're just like, uh, what now? <laughs> yeah, uh, that another thing. Like for it to only be six episodes, man. You spend a long time just really 
the pacing was off, like you said. Like they crammed a lot into two episodes. Yeah. And you spend so much time in four episodes very confused. And and for me, not particularly happy with the direction the show was going. Not to mention, um, the show is called Moon Knight and he's in it for like seven seconds. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, I mean that that Yeah, I mean that definitely it almost seems like what did you not want to spend the money? You know, right. you've got you're sitting on fucking billions of dollars and you don't want to actually have Moon Knight be in this thing. Like, well, that was your choice to make him have this weird ass mummy armor. You could have just thrown some right. white tights on the motherfucker and we could have had a exactly you could have been, <laughs> you could have been beating <laughs> the shit out of people every episode. Uh, yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, um, I mean, I was super excited because, you know, Moon Knight for me is has always been, you know. I, I love him. I think he's a great character, and it's always very, you know, interesting. You know, you don't you don't see a lot of characters like his, like where it's very unclear as to what the character himself is even feeling and experiencing. Right. Right? Like, yes. um, but uh, I still I I like the show. It just you know uh, you know wasn't what I it wasn't really what I expected either. But I I still enjoyed it. Um, even if it wasn't necessarily what I would have done with it, but I don't know. I mean, I feel the same way. I'm not shitting on it. Like, it's yeah. not, you know, I didn't hate it. I just hated yeah. some of the decisions. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, last movie is, uh, Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. And can I just say, like this whole fucking, like, can we just like set from the beginning? Like there's not, like, this movie does not have to do better than everything, everywhere, all at once from the financial perspective for it to be considered, like, a better film. Like, those oh, no. are God. you... They are two completely different movies, different in every single way, from the budget to the scale to the number of theaters... Um, that it opened on to the, the 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 support, like all of it, and I'll fucking straight up say, like right now, like I would rather watch everything everywhere all at once another five times. Mm. I mean, I didn't I dislike it, it. <laughs> huh? I still haven't seen that shit. I want to. I'm dying to see it. I didn't dislike Multiverse of Madness, but Everything Everywhere All at Once is a movie that doesn't come along very often. And it is a fucking it is amazing. It is an amazing film. It is, uh, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. It's just, and I don't want to get into too much because you haven't seen it. This is a Marvel movie. It's a good Marvel movie. It's fine, but yeah. you watch it and you could go, eh, maybe I'll watch it again when it comes out on, on Blu-ray. See what I miss. See how I feel about it. Everything ever all at once is a movie that, like, when you leave it, you think about it for days. Because mm-hmm. of the message it has, and, and it makes you consider whether or not, like, how maybe you could be a better person. Like, in Multiverse of Madness, you're like, oh, there was his car. <laughs> I saw Sam Raimi's car. I did it. I did it. I saw, I saw, uh, fucking, uh, what the fuck's his name? Um, Ash. Bruce Campbell, yeah. I saw Bruce Campbell, and I saw his car. I did it. I win. I did it. <laughs> I'm a Sam Raimi super fan. I get it. I get that reference. I get that reference. I got that reference, right? But um, 
when I left <laughs> Multiverse of Madness, I was like, that was a Raimi ass movie. That was like fucking 100%. Sam Raimi cooked like whatever meter it goes up to on him. They went all the way. They buried that fucking needle, and then they went even further. Yes, uh, <laughs> and some people love it, and yep. I totally understand why they would love it. I personally. When I was watching, it was like, all right, this is a little distracting. <laughs> like I felt, oh, I loved it, <laughs> and and that's the thing. And I said to my wife, I was like, I was so taken aback by the sheer amount of Raimi in this movie. Yes, this fucking Marvel movie, however many hundreds of millions of dollars. Like this, this is the movie that is. Like Black Widow did not push things forward at all. It was look. It was a backwards-facing film. Right. Shang Chi could or could not. They could never touch that character again. And it it wouldn't. I certainly it, won't. <laughs> and that's the thing. They could decide not to, and it wouldn't make a difference to Me. the MCU at all. Uh, and then we have this one, where you could argue that they may not whatever it didn't it left the mcu very similar place as to when it started with the exception of you know one character uh in particular Mm -hmm. but i'm like this is a this is their this is their summer movie there's no i don't know when the next mcu movie is but i think thor is that the next one yeah this is thor yeah thor So this was like the big one, and they let Raimi go full fucking Raimi, and I was so surprised <laughs> and so kind of yeah. taken aback. I said to Linda, I was like, I, I need to watch it again when it comes out because to be properly like prepared for the sheer amount of Raimi in this thing because I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I did read that, so I was I was looking for it when I was like, okay, everybody's like, oh, it's full Raimi. And I'm like, okay, but like not the right people are saying that to me. So I need to see just how full Raimi is full Raimi because I didn't see you you talk about it at all. So yeah. So uh, I, I just saw some shit on Twitter, and then uh, uh, it didn't take long. Where I was like, oh, okay, yeah, it, yeah. And then by the end, I was like, holy shit, it went even further than I expected. Like, You're like oh, all on fucking Raimi. Doctor Strange <laughs> is a deadite. Cool. Yeah. All right. I was like, holy shit, I'm in. <laughs> like, <laughs> And, and I this think is the that, one that isn't three hours. Fuck me. Like, it's, like, it's the one I could have sat through three hours. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, so 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 between that and I will say, and I, I know I'm going to be, I'll probably be in the minority on this one. Like, I, I remember one of the criticisms of No Way Home was somebody, I forget who it was, so he felt like that they just like had, like they felt like they just had like a clipboard of like things that fans are going to expect, so let's just fucking check that shit off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't necessarily disagree with that. However, I think that the main things in No Way Home, mostly Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, those Spider-Mans, they served a purpose in moving Peter's, you know, to, uh, Tom Holland's. Spider-Man forward and they all the three of them each maybe got some bit of resolution to their own individual yes. spider traumas mm-hmm. um, I still feel like Thomas Hayden Church basically did nothing uh, wow. the lizard basically did nothing um, right. you could have just gotten those in whereas in Multiverse of Madness they bring in they bring in some folks and People were like cheering in the theater, and I'm like, this motherfucker has never been in a movie that was ever any good. 
<laughs> like, can we spoil? We can spoil. We're gonna spoil stuff. We're gonna spoil okay. it. All right. Like people cheered when fucking John Krasinski showed up as I did. <laughs> I but, certainly did. But because just because it's Jim, not because of any other reason. Yeah, but they uh, they I were cheering the because it was Reed Richards, and I'm like, every well, <laughs> Fantastic Four movie has been awful, mm-hmm. and each one was more awful than the last. And we're cheering. True. This guy just showed like that's all it takes. Is just some character that previously they did not have the rights to showing up in yeah, a movie, I, and the and people are gonna erupt. Well, maybe because that you know, if you watch all the fan casting and all that shit, like I know, uh, there's a lot of Krasinski as Mister Fantastic, and like I said, for me, it's just because Jim is on. Like Jim is Mister Fantastic. Fuck yeah! I mean, I'm. I'm I mean, I'm I don't. I all, personally, so. I have. Which makes sense because he's like a rubber man. I bounce so hard off of Fantastic Four. Like, yeah, well, I don't like the characters at all. <laughs> I feel like Fantastic Four is the least new reader friendly comic. Yeah, and yeah. that that's saying something because the X Men is a lot. <laughs> oh, good lord! Try reading it now. <laughs> uh, I haven't in, in forever, but Oof. you know. And so it's just like they show you cheers, and then like Black Bolt, and I'm like. That Inhuman show was fucking terrible. Like, what are you cheering for Black Bolt? Well, if that wasn't an example of why maybe we don't do page-to-screen costume transitioning. (laughs) I actually thought it looked pretty cool. I thought it looked pretty cool. I mean, the little tuning fork on his head, I was like... Uh, uh, I don't know. I think maybe... I know the actor's the guy that played I didn't watch the show, but... Maybe we want someone a little skinnier to wear that mask. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. He was busting out of that thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, he has then, a large head. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, I mean, obviously it was cool to see, you know, Captain Britain there, right? you know, Peggy Carter and whatever. That but that, cool. um, but also, like, people cheered for that. And I'm like, that was like a fucking cartoon. Like, who cares? Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know. And then, I mean, yeah, it was cool to see them. And it was cool to see their interactions with Wanda, uh, yeah. which was, yeah, it was. completely also, surprising. I was like, yeah. oh, we're not only, we're going, okay, we're just letting Raimi do whatever Raimi wants. That's cool. Yeah. I'm all you for also got to bring up, though, if we're going to spoil that particular sequence, man, yeah. when Patrick Stewart Patrick rolled Stewart. out in the chair. In the, in the, yeah, the in the fucking the VW bus chair. Yes. Yeah. But did you hear the music? I was like, yeah. oh, shit. I marked the fuck out for that, too. I feel like, though, that is also a, a page-to-screen uh, casualty. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Like, you can't, like, he's in, he's literally in um, a bumper car. He's in, yeah, he's, he's, when he's he riding comes Bumblebee out. out there. He is, yeah, right. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, I guess, sure, like, who wouldn't want, if you were, you know, if, if you uh, needed to use a wheelchair to get around, who wouldn't want that fucking badass uh, space Truckster. I'd want the silver bullet. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you would. Uh, Give me that thing over the the VW, but still, yeah, man, that music. I yeah. was like, no, the fuck they didn't. I was so excited by that. Yeah, but um, I don't know. To me, it just it it didn't. It was just it was just pure. It was pure fan service. Which yes, is, you know it's fine to a certain degree. But I felt to me, I felt like them going. Well, now that we own. 20th Century Fox, we need to make sure that we have these people, these mm-hmm. characters, 
and then do whatever the fuck you want with them. It doesn't matter. It's another Earth. It we we literally don't care. You can do yeah. what you want. I yeah. was one thousand. Like if I I would have bet you a thousand dollars going into this movie that Hugh Jackman would have been Wolverine. A thou- I was I yeah. I felt it all the way in my bones. I was like, there's yeah. no way they are not gonna pull that poor man out of retirement to pretend he's <laughs> five foot two. <laughs> yeah. 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 I thought for certain they were gonna do that. Yeah, I did too. Like just just the cameo, because there's always a, at least a cameo, you know? Yeah. I thought for sure yeah, I agree. I was surprised. <laughs> um, I mean, overall, as a film, I think I, I was like, when I got home, I was like, it was it was okay. I really want to watch it again. Mm. Um, I feel like Elizabeth Olsen did a fantastic job. Ooh. And we haven't had, like, a villain yes. just was yes. full on. Like, I ain't, like, like, none of this trying to justify that. She's just like, no, fuck you. I'm getting my kids and I'll fucking burn every and, world down that I have yes. to in order to make mm-hmm. it happen. And you want to talk about... Uh, not only like having a great villain, but getting a fucking like getting a character right. Yeah, and like and, and showing just how fucking badass the Scarlet Witch is. Yeah, uh, and even in the comics, that's not always the writers don't always do a great job of that. Yeah, but she's she's a fucking badass, and like when she went fucking carry on everybody and shit, mm-hmm. I was just like, yo, this is my shit right here. And I bet everybody else hates it. <laughs> no, I thought it was fantastic. I thought she did a f- absolutely a fantastic job. I mean, I think that, you know, it relying on having seen WandaVision as, as a huge plot point, yeah. Yeah. um, was a bit of a mistake. Um, I- but at the same time, I mean, they, they, you know, we, we've had, we've had villains in these movies before. And I mean, even with Thanos, but it's like, you know, like she was like, I mean, just off the chain, like with what mm-hmm. she was, was willing uh, to do uh, and did do. Um, yes. So it was, it was very, it was very cool to see, um, and she also, you know, in 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 terms of playing the kind of alternate version of herself, like you know, had a lot of really great scenes, and um, mm-hmm. I thought was was fantastic. Um, you know, the stuff with Stephen and you know his own kind of you know dealing with personal stuff. I mean, I think it was good because you know what you don't. He was always kind of like a. They always wrote him as like a less quippy version of Iron Man, and we don't really need yes. that. Like right. Um, oh, yeah. but they can't help themselves. There had to be at least one. Yeah, and I rolled my eyes so fucking hard, like when they introduced everyone as the Illuminati, and he's yeah. like the Illuminati. Yeah, I was like, I was you're like, fucking telling me. I know, Doctor Stephen Strange has never heard the word Illuminati, and that's the problem, right? Are that's you the problem. <laughs> is that you know you are <sighs> there are certain aspects of American culture or just world culture that it is a huge stretch to assume that they do not have it in right. you know the Marvel yes. universe of things right it's just like when I watch a zombie movie and no one seems to know what a zombie is right. like, are yes. you fucking kidding me 
right. zombies have been <laughs> right. around for what hundreds of years, and you're telling me in this world no one knows what a zombie is? Yeah, Get the fuck yeah. out of here, right? right. Um, yeah, I I agree. Yeah, that was just like ugh, like come on, man. Uh, I know that's exactly what I was like. Come on, man. That's exactly yeah. what I said. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm glad they they kind of did some stuff to give him a little bit more depth because you know in the Doctor Strange movie it was really was just tied to his origin, like you know being mm-hmm. the the brilliant surgeon who shatters his hands and then kind of goes in search. But after that, it was all very much like you know he was kind of kind of a dick, but you know helped out as yeah. he he needed to and was very self assured and everything. Um, and that only kind of goes so far. So to kind of see them, you know, have him kind of address some of why he was, and then kind of finally hear from Christine, like, you know, here's what you got to do to, to be able to move forward and then seemingly kind of mm-hmm. do it was, uh, was kind of, was good to see. Um, I agree. Yeah. I, I really liked him in, uh, in the Spider-Man too, the last one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know, it, the one thing that they really, for me, succeeded in doing was making me want to watch the Doctor Strange movie again because I've only seen it the one time and I only thing I really remembered about it was not liking it and thinking that the only part that was kind of cool was the very end with the Dormammu and stuff yeah now I want to revisit it and I probably will like getting it leading up to this one coming out on blue so I can watch this one again because I fucking love this movie yeah um, and I, I kind of want to go back and, and kind of watch that one again just to kind of to see some of that stuff because yeah. I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's one of my favorites, and I'm kind of alone in that one. But, you know, I've always loved um, his character. And then the woman who played America Chavez, who I'm going to butcher her first name because uh, it starts with an X. Um, I, you know what? I'm not even going to try. Um, but uh, Ms. Gomez. <laughs> Let's do it that way. Uh, I thought she was great. Um, America Chavez, like, is she's a character I don't really have any kind of. Same. I mean, I, I read up on her uh, to prepare yeah. for the movie, but I mean, I think she did a really good job, and um, yes. you know, they 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 kind of uh, she had a kind of a tough because she, uh, you know, she basically spends most of the time not really knowing what the fuck's going on. <laughs> yes, she has a. a, a She's one of those characters that has a, a fairly significant power and has no idea why or how to use it. So Yeah, yeah. So to some degree, she was like the MacGuffin of, of the movie. Right. Um, yes. And no one wants to be the MacGuffin. Like, this is bad enough when it's like a thing, much less when it's like a living, breathing human being. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but um, but she, she, she did a good job of kind of, you know, portraying someone who's spent a lot of time hoping, hopping between multiverses and just kind of rolling yeah. with... Uh, you know, what happens, um, you know, but, um, you know, I mean, in kind of talking with you, I'm like, I, I am now more excited to be able to see it when it finally comes out on home video. Cause I really would like to watch it again. I think I was just so kind of taken aback when I watched it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I a hundred percent, if, if you don't know just how Raimi it's going to be going in, like, and for me hearing that beforehand made me even more excited for the movie, but I could see not expecting that and kind of, especially cause you, you like these movies more than I do. There's no secret to that. Yeah. And so I could, I could hundred percent see it being jarring because Raimi movies are, are their own breed. <laughs> well, and I think because in Spider-Man and Spider-Man, 2, especially Spider-Man two, he really, 
it was a great mix. And like the Raimi mm-hmm. came out like in the tentacle scene when they're trying to take this kind of mm-hmm. off of Doctor Octopus, and you're kind of like, oh, okay, cool, that's from like Evil Dead. But he kind of like pulled it back, and here they were like, no, you don't need to pull back anything. You can do whatever exactly. you want. Um, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's where I was like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so you know, I'm sure everyone and their mom is going to go out and see it. You can, you can be. Oh yeah, too. people who, uh, like you said before, people who act like it's their job to track box office numbers have been uh, very excited to to let the internet know that uh, in its opening weekend it topped the last three DCEU movies to combined total. So who gives a know. shit? Exactly. That, that I don't know, stuff but lots of people do. <laughs> like, like I said, they act like it's their fucking job. Yeah, like they're getting paid to to research this shit. <laughs> well, and also it's like I don't. It's like why are you, why are you spending your, why are you spending so much energy on a company that doesn't give a shit about you, yeah, and is gonna do just fine without you. Like yeah. they don't need your help. Like go to see a movie because you are interested in the movie and evaluate it on its merits and mm-hmm. don't. Don't like wrap your, Form your own opinion on anything. How exactly. About that? Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> just a movie. Just in right. general. Right. Right. Um, like like it because you liked it, and if you didn't like it, that's cool. Like it's fine. Yep. Guess what? They'll be okay. Yeah. Disney's not going to collapse <laughs> tomorrow because you didn't like Multiverse of Madness. Right. Right. But also, like, you released on forty-seven hundred theaters. Yeah. And Are also, you fucking like, kidding me? You know, DC is not going to fold just because you said shit about DC in a Twitter on a, in a tweet. Exactly. Like it's not, right. They don't care. It's it's all, <laughs> it's all about money to all these companies, so they don't give a shit what you thought about the Batman. Right. right. Any of that shit. <laughs> right, and it's just it's like why does it even have to be a fight between one or the other? Like, yep. I, I mean, know. whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um. All right, so games-wise, uh, <laughs> so I've been playing Little Hope. Uh, I'm not going to get too much into it. I will say, though, having experienced a nasty crash bug that corrupted my save, thank God for cloud storage, I was able to resume my save. I am 100% convinced in my previous theory about myself that what scares me about horror games is losing progress. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, everything I do in Little Hope is I'm constantly terrified. Not that a demon's going to pop out behind a bush or that I'm going to get one of the characters killed, but that it's going to crash. I'm going to lose a half an hour of, of work. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I don't play horror games, because that's mm-hmm. mostly what happens. Not that it crashes, yeah. but I die and I lose yes. 30 yes. minutes, 45 minutes. So, um, And I started playing Mass Effect, again, uh, the legendary, and... I'm at the kind of the running around part, and I'm like, God, was it always this much fucking busy work? Like, <laughs> I do remember that about the first one, at least. Yeah. Kind of like, uh... Because I, keep... I remember the first one, I don't remember being super into it until, like, maybe towards the middle to back half of the game. And that's what I think it is, right? I think I have to get through, you know, running around, not really knowing where I'm going figure it like out two, i guess two i think is my favorite one by far and i loved it from the jump but wow well, yeah like why is everybody so into this it's okay yeah and I then mean, it and three was the same way to be honest i got to three i was so excited for it and it started and i was just kind of like 
I don't like this as much. And then at some point during three, it clicked for me too. So yeah. So I think I just kind of have to get get to that part. Yeah. Um, so. uh, but you you started a new game. What's it? Trek Trek to Yomi, which is Trek to Yomi. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing. I guess it was I forgot, but I guess it was Devolver's thing again. Yes. They showed it off, and it's that this black and white. Uh, samurai epic looking game um, that hit Game Pass, and I didn't. I did. I was reading reviews and saw that it was coming out, and somehow none of the reviews that I saw mentioned that it was coming to Game Pass on day one. So mm-hmm. uh, I was very excited to find that on Game Pass this morning. Uh, so I downloaded it because I'm super super interested in playing it, um, and and maybe played an hour and a half or so. I'm like two chapters in. I don't know how many chapters it is. Uh, man, it is the epitome of style over substance. Oh yeah. So far it's gorgeous black and white. Uh, you know, so far the story is, is your typical samurai movie kind of fair. Um, uh, you're a key, you start off as a kid, uh, and you, you go through the training things. You're introduced to your, your master sensei, whatever samurai master guy, whatever. And, and, uh, you know, walk around the village and a couple things. And then there's an attack. Um, Master dies. Not, not a spoiler alert. That's just every samurai movie. That's how sure, it happens. Yeah. And then you jump forward to <laughs> you and your master live to a ripe old age. <laughs> End credits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So so um, you know, like I said, the story's nothing so far to write home about. Uh, kind of your typical thing. But um, man, it is. Uh, there's something just off about the combat. Mm-hmm. It's not janky but it's not as responsive or fluid as i would have hoped mm-hmm. um and that's kind of it it's like you you kind of move from left to right um so basically it goes in like it changes style so when you're like supposed to be when you're not in combat not fighting there's no enemies it's it's more of a, a 3d kind of space that you get to wander around in and you can talk to certain characters not everyone um, and there are collectibles and secrets and stuff like that. But then once you get to a point where there's going to be enemies in combat, it becomes side scrolling mm-hmm. and, and you just move from left to right, um, fighting enemies that come either at you from the front or behind. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of take turns whacking at you with swords and you <laughs> whack back. <laughs> and that's kind of it. I mean, there's a parry, but it's, yeah. It's, Parry slash X button. It's kind of how I'm doing it. And yeah. there, you know, it is what it is so far. So, so it's not like Ghost of Tsushima where you've got like all these different, you know. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but I was kind of hoping for something like, you know, uh, Mark of the Ninja or, or yeah. you know, it's just, it's, you know, there are side scrollers. I love side scrollers. I still do. Um, yeah. And, and it's something about the simplicity of them that I enjoy. Um, but this one it's, and it's not that it's too simple. It's just that the movement is not as fluid and the controls aren't quite as responsive mm. as I would have liked. But as far as like, you know, the looks, it's gorgeous. The sound effects are made like the squelching when you cut someone with the sword. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everything about it, except unfortunately for the gameplays is pretty uh, stellar. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna finish it. I don't. I don't expect it's going to be a very long thing. So yeah, it's a perfect kind of game pass. Kind of you know, probably four or five hours. I would assume. 
yeah. kind of thing, just to kind of, you know, hold you over in case you're waiting on a release or something like that. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, for me right now, it's it's all about just, like, I'm just basically waiting um, for uh, um, Sniper Elite 5 to come out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard good things about the, the Evil Dead game, but until I can kind of read reviews, because it seems like the type of thing that could very well have got gotten screwed up. Um, yeah, that I pre-ordered it. Um, I'll get it next Friday, but um, it, it's it's I don't know. I, I have a feeling that it's going to be like um, Dead by Daylight for me, and yeah. even though they claim there's a single player component. It's just going to be bot matches, which are boring as shit. And that—that's what I'm concerned about. When I heard it was kind of like a Left 4 Dead thing, I was like, "Wow, I don't, yeah. you know, I don't, yep. I don't know if that's something." And I have enough, you know, kind of zombie games that require, you know, multiple people. Um, but, um, but yeah, for me, it's it's you know, Sniper Elite Five. I'm really looking forward to that one, and then you know, the Quarry in June. So. Which is why I was like, well, you know, I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, I could play, you know, Arkham Knight, or I could play Mass Effect, both I've played before, but I was like, well, Arkham Knight I own, uh, so I don't have to worry about it, like, leaving, you know, Game Pass, whereas Mass Effect could conceivably leave, yeah. even though there's so much to play, but if it did leave, I'd just basically be screwed. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> there's no way I'm gonna get to <laughs> get through all of it uh, in time. But um, yeah. so so yeah, I'm hoping it I'm hoping it kicks in once you kind of get through the, the the beginning stuff. So I mean, I played it three and a half three and a half times through. So you would hope that I would remember that, but it was so long ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. But um. So um. All right. Well, so this this has been uh. Uh, episode 147 so i'm looking forward to next episode because by the time next episode comes out the sadness will have hit shutter mm-hmm. um so we'll <laughs> get a chance to talk about that um we still have movies that we've watched that we haven't had a chance to talk about but the sadness uh is definitely one and um i think hatchling just hit hulu this past friday so i'm looking forward to watching that one Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's, and then I think the twin, I think it's called, also. Yeah, the twin. Yeah, that's I'm that one. Sure I've exactly I've heard like mixed good. reviews on, so I don't know if I'm gonna take a bunch of time trying to seek that one out or not. But we'll see. Yeah, I'll uh, watch it. It's Shutter, right? That's I'll watch it. Uh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yes, that yeah. will be on Shutter. Well, there you go. Then I'll watch it too. Um. But whatever it is we decide to do, hopefully you'll be here with us. Um, so, uh, for myself and Mitch, once again, it's been episode 147 of Vodrar Werewolves. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, and we look forward to spending some time with you in the next two weeks. So for myself and Mitch, thank you again. Good night, and have a good evening. Yeah.